and I'm delighted to welcome uh, back on the line uh, Emma Corcoran. Emma, how are you on this very, very cold Wednesday morning? Not too bad, James, not too bad. And yourself? Not too bad. Um, uh, Emmet, I was just reading on the paper there on Monday where uh, our uh, TD here in uh, Roscommon, uh, Michael Fitzmaurice of Roscommon Galway, uh, and uh, the uh, Independent in Limerick and in West Cork uh, are uh, thinking about setting up this party. But that has been going on for uh, at least a couple of years, hasn't it? Uh, well, definitely the last six months, or if not more, um, there's been a lot of talk there. Of course, Michael was uh, a pivotal player in the Independent Alliance back in 2020. That's right. Uh, or sorry, back in 2016, gosh, going back. It is, yeah. I was just going to say uh, it's gone back even further, yeah. Yeah, uh, but 2016, um, at that point, the Independent Alliance added two seats to their numbers. Um it's kind of an eclectic bunch as well as time in Shane Ross, uh, John Halligan. That's right. Uh, Finney McGrath, uh, Michael, um, Boxer Morn and Sean Kenny, of course, uh, were elected at that, at that point too. That's right. Um, and uh, government negotiation talks got underway the, and the Independent Alliance ended up going ahead, but Michael did not. Um, and I suppose... You know, looking at the track record there, Michael has always been, in, you know, of the opinion that independents need to kind of come together and work together uh, in order to in order to have any real doubt. Yeah. In it's a tough one because people elect independents because they are independent. And, uh, uh, you know, and then though if they come together, it's a kind of like a party. So it's kind of, it's neither one thing or the other. Kind of a difficult one to it is a difficult one, yeah. Yeah, it's a difficult needle to tread. Um, but I suppose between the jigs and the reels, the intentions are, um, are probably noble on all, on all behalfs. Um, you know, as always, these things come down to execution. Um, you know, I suppose, where's the opportunity going to come uh, after the next election? Uh, Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael will be doing quite well to be able to hold the centre ground there and be able to uh, form part of the next government with a third leg. Yeah. Um, the Green Party, uh, by all accounts, looks like they're going to be obliterated. That's what it looks like, yeah. So that's their, um, their handy partner in crime so to speak uh, speaking glibly of course uh, partner in government um, <laughs> yeah. uh, coming on board uh, uh, ruled out almost instantly so you know the other side of it is the Sinn Féin tidal wave appears to be uh, subsiding ever so slightly um, that's right so It'd be interesting. I know the last, the latest poll that I saw, I think it was in the Irish Times, I'm open to correction on that, had independence uh, on par with Fianna Fáil at 17%, you know, which was a, which was a pretty uh, stark, uh, um, pretty stark indication. Pretty stark for Fianna Fáil. For 
Fianna Hall, yeah, where where their support levels are at the moment. Um, what's your own thoughts on the Fianna Hall and the Gael Act? Well, uh, I just yeah, it's 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 an interesting one, um, but. You know, the big question is, are Fianna Fáil prepared to go into government with Sinn Féin? If they are, that will be the next government. But I, I just have a feeling that, as you were saying there, the Fianna Fáil, Fianna Gael, uh, even though, you know, 20 years ago people will say that'll never happen, but they seem to be getting more comfortable in each other's company. Uh, and, uh, you know, as you say, if they can get a third leg, uh, they could continue in government. And that would be their. I'm sure that would be their preference, um, rather than seeking uh, ground to uh, Sinn Féin. Now, of course, there's the, there's the distinct possibility. Um, even though this would take probably uh, with the fractured nature of Irish politics at the moment, it would be quite difficult even for Sinn Féin to pull this off on, on their best day um, of coming damn close or possibly exceeding an overall majority. Yeah. Um, you know, which creates an automatic um, government. Well, that would create it, yeah, but the need, I think it's about 85 seats to do that. It will be about 80, 80 plus anyway, um, and, you know, it's it's, it's highly unlikely, um, given the current uh, fractured nature of the, particularly of the left, the, the, the left vote there, um, you know, you have people from the profits, you have social democrats. The, the social democrats and the Labour Party, yeah. Now, there's also talk with Social Democrats and Labour um, merging that um, has a lot of people talking this week. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, whether that's just more talk about talk, it's hard to know. Um, uh, now, the, of course, this was the criticism of the Social Democrats since their inception has always been that they're essentially the Labour Party um, with a different title. That's um, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Although um, your woman, uh, the lady that's over the Social Democrats, has drawn a lot of positive comment. Holly Kern, she's young and she's very capable. And, uh, you know, she seems uh, to have really bolstered uh, the Social Democrats since she took over. Yeah, she look. She's um, she certainly is, uh, you know, high enforcer for the Social Democrats, and is probably one of the reasons why Labour are looking at them as a potential merger partner. Yes, yes. For saying to themselves, gosh, uh, you know, how are we going to compete with um, the type, this 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 wave of youthful support? That's right. Um, that's right. Yeah. And fair play to her, and she's very capable. I, I listened to her in the doll. I mean, she she's on top of all her issues. So, I mean, uh, you know, not to suggest that any of the rest of them aren't either, but, uh, you know, she, the wind is behind her at the moment, but it remains to be seen how many TDs they're capable of getting elected in a general election. Yeah, that's all it comes down to at the end of the day. And, you know, in constituencies where Labour and the Social Democrats are, you know, fine for that maybe one centre left seat. Um it's quite uh, it's 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 quite the achievement for them to elect you know, for each of them to pull a TV yeah. out of those constituencies. Um and of course once you leave the cities and leave the more urban focused areas, um their their support dissipates greatly. That's right. The, the, the interesting thing about um Irish politics seems to be that New parties, as a general rule, tend to do quite well in urban settings. That's right. Um, 
And once you go outside of uh, into the more rural constituencies, it's it's much yeah. much, it's much harder. Fine Gael, Sinn Féin, and you know, and the, the, it as exotic, the most exotic they have ever seen to get really is the odd independent. That's <laughs> right. Or more more than odd in the in the instance of Roscommon, I suppose we're exceptionally. Uh, uh, independent-minded when we referred to independence on the last occasion. That's right. Um, and no government TD at all. No government TD whatsoever in Roscommon. Yeah. Um, Do you think that, though, this would be a runner, uh, Michael uh, Fitzmaurice? And, uh, like, I mean, according to the article I read on Monday, they were, have been talking to about 40 councillors to run uh, in the forthcoming local elections. It's hard to know whether it's a runner or not, isn't it? One that's just the funny time will tell. Um, like I suppose the concept is, is sound. Or like, look when you look at the likes of Michael Morris and all um, the characters that are involved there, they're quite they, they go quite beyond being a, a local figure. They're kind of very much they're very high profile. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, you know, there would be there would be a natural gravitas there to to, to to pull people towards them and um create this I suppose independent um party for lack of a better phrase, but the reality of it comes down to how will the electorate respond to that. Um now the criticism that has always levelled at independence is that you know, they're, they're perpetually in opposition. Um, That's right. And, you know, the question then comes down to, well, do they just get on, uh, get on getting on uh, in opposition and, uh, as the Healy Rays have for many a year, just... Continue on. Can continue on, and the likes of um, Michael Lowry and a few of these have very high-profile independents around yeah, the country. Yeah that will be elected until the end of time in their own constituencies. Um, will they... Uh, is that, is that, is that the, the predetermined yeah, yeah. For, for independence, or is there um, some merit in... A way they can link up. Unifying, yeah. Unifying in a structured way, formulating policy in a structured way, and being prepared to enter government in a, in a manner which... Represents independent mind and independent voices, but without being so unstable that they couldn't um, get on. Yeah, couldn't keep a government together. Yeah. Very interesting. MS, we'll leave it there. Thanks a million for that. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. There'll be lots of uh, uh, different people uh, trying to position themselves ahead of these elections. But we'll leave it there for the moment. And uh, once again, thank you for your time. And we'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Sean. Thank you very much. That's Emma Clark on there, folks.